0: Hey, everybody, it's your favorite girl on your favorite podcast. It's MJ, and I am here to tell you about this crazy escapade. Okay, now, remember when I said I've been a jack of all trades, and at one point in time, I ran nonprofits and worked for nonprofits. So, this particular time, I'm in Dallas, actually, Fort Worth proper, and we had a social service nonprofit agency, and it was fairly safe, I guess you would say, because I guess I felt kind of safe, because maybe the police station probably was about four four blocks down, so I guess I kind of felt safe, but it was kind of like on the outskirts of downtown. And this is actually, if you are from Fort Worth and know the area off of Magnolia, um, the Area hasn't been built up. It wasn't built up at the time. So we had a major hospital hub there and a few businesses. And so the businesses were starting to trickle in a little bit, restaurants and different things like that. So the landscape hadn't completely changed. Okay. So at this time, me and my coworker, the director at that time, um, I was her uh, associate director, whatever you want to call it title. And so we're in the office chilling. And so when you open our front door, it it, it brings you directly off the street, right off of Magnolia. And actually, our building was right on an alleyway. So there was an alley um, right there. Um, But we never had any problem really with like homeless people or anybody coming in because everybody knew what we did. And so the people that we were providing the services for, they would just come in. You know, we had like a little because my office was in the back. So we had like some little jingle bells or something on the door so we could hear if you were in the back. So when you would walk into the actual front door, there's a big open space, a big open room. And then our offices were like down the hallway and kind of like in this little curvature. So I was in my office and then so my boss was in our office. So some of the police people had stopped by and they were like, well, we're coming to give you this flyer. We wanted you to put it up in in here because um, we discovered... That there's a serial killer on the loose. So my boss and I are laughing like, yeah, stop playing. They were like, no, seriously. It's been, they're trying to keep it, they, they said they were trying to, you know, keep it under wraps or whatever, but it's an actual serial killer in the area. I'm just like, you know, I got the darndest luck. This is like, for real, you got to be kidding me, okay. Okay. So I said, okay. so what are we to do about this? She said, well, it was two female officers and they were like, well, we want you to put these pictures up so you can be familiar in case you see they may come in. So here I am asking a thousand questions. Well, a serial killer. I'm stupid. Well, who's he killing? What, What type of people? What kind of killing and murders are happening? Are they killing women? Are they killing men, children? You know, I'm just at My boss is standing there like, what damn difference does it make as a serial killer? I said, because I want to know if I'm the target. Do you, are they killing black people, white people? I need to know. What, if is it going to be me? Do I have a target on my back? I'm like, you know, and the police officer later was like, she's asking some really good questions. But they were like, no, it's no one specific. They're just killing folks. I said, okay. I said, well, how are they doing it? Because I watch a lot of TV. Are they stabbing them, tying them up, raping them? You know, I'm just asking all, I'm trying to cover all the basics. So they give me all the information. I said, okay. So we put the picture up in the front by the front door because there's another desk in the front where the receptionist sits. And then we have the picture of the person next to the fax machine. Now, this is back in the day. So we had a fax machine, a copy room. Okay, so when you walk when I walk out of my office, I walk directly into the hallway where we made the facts the copy room and the facts area So I see the face All the time Now today I couldn't tell you who pushed my groceries out or who rang me up at the cash register because i'm just not paying attention I'm, just not aware which is terrible But then that time and my brain was much sharper then. you know, i'm old i'm a mama i'm a wife i'm beat down Society has just kicked me in the butt and it just is what it is. But then I was sharp. So I I sit at my desk and I'm looking at the wall and I'm seeing this picture every day. Every day. I'm doing mental Olympics every day. So time goes on like months. Police check in every now and again if y'all seen them, da-da-da. We were like, did y'all catch the person? They were like, no, we haven't caught him yet or whatever, but we think he's out of the area. Nothing has popped up. Okay? Like I said, months go by. So, (laughs) this particular day, it's three people in the office. It's the receptionist, myself, and my boss. Now, nobody's paying the picture. I think they probably ripped his picture off in the front of the, of the when you first walked through the door. But the picture in front of my office door is still up. So out of sight, out of mind, right? Okay. So he comes in. So a guy comes in, opens the door. We hear the little jingle bells. I didn't peek, peek my head out because the receptionist is in the front. So I hear him saying, hi, can I help you or whatever? And he was like, oh, I'm coming in just to find out what do you all do here? And at the time, like I said, I worked for social services, and it was a um, HIV and AIDS facility. So we always had condoms out and pamphlets about STDs and all kind of stuff. We do HIV testing. We just one-stop shop, had, just did a lot of stuff. So he's inquiring, this guy here, and she's out there talking to him. And so he was like, well, I think I might want to get tested for HIV. So I'm one of the testers. So... She comes back to the back. and She was like, this guy's out here and he wants to possibly get tested. And usually back in the day, it was such a stigma and all that kind of stuff. So you would kind of have to make people feel comfortable if they want to get an HIV test. And we didn't do any blood draws or anything like that. At that time, it was called the rapid test. So you just put a little swab in your mouth and swab it around. And then you would get the test results, you know, within a few minutes, whatever. Okay. So I would do my little, put on my little counselor hat, go out there. So I said, okay. So I'm in there in my office getting the kid together. She was like, I'm getting ready to go to lunch. I said, okay, well, just tell him to have a seat. I'll be out there in a minute. Directors in her office doing what she's doing. Get my little kid. Go out to the front. He's got his head down. He looks up at me and I just freeze. I'm like, oh, shit. this is the moment this is the moment and I'm like and I do not have a poker face okay so if you ever play poker with me or any kind of I don't have a poker face it, it it I tell it all across my face so I'm like hi um I heard you're interested you know I'm trying to play it off in my mind thinking like okay I'm gonna get back here to the back and tell her to call nine one one. I know this is the guy So she's like, I mean, so I'm like, okay, I'm thinking in my mind. So I'm talking to him and he's getting a little, looking a little sketchy and antsy or whatever. And I'm like, okay. So he's asking me questions about the test and all that. And I'm like, yeah, you just put a little swab in your mouth. Um, This, that, and other. So then he was like, you know, I don't think I want to get tested. Well, obviously you don't because you're a serial killer and that's DNA. Duh. So he's like, I don't think I want to get tested. Do you have any condoms? And I was like, uh, yeah, we do. I was like, they over there in that bucket over there. So then he was like, okay. He says, well, I heard you all do some other services and stuff like that. I said, yes, yeah, all in the pamphlet right there. I said, tell you what, why don't you sit here, flip through the pamphlet. Let me, if you don't want to get tested, let me take my kit, go put it back in the office and I come, come out here, spend some time with you and sit down and we can talk. So he's like, okay. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, shit, he's going to kill us. So I go back to the back, play it off. I go grab my director, like grab her in her chest. And I'm like, he's here. And she's trying to talk aloud. And I had to put my hand over her mouth and was like, call 911, the serial killer guy. And she's looking at me like, and I'm like, I'm dead serious. So she's hysterical. She's nervous, pervis, and carrying on. I'm like, just call 911. Before he comes back, and I'm like looking around, like what can I grab, stab him? You know, I'm like getting in ready. You know, we going, we getting ready to get down with it. So she calls nine one one. Next thing I know, I guess we were staying back there too long. I hear the door fling open, and I hear the little jingle bells. So then I go run back, and I look down the hallway, and I'm like, okay, did he really leave? But it's an open room. So I'm, like, looking behind the desk, you know, just making sure I'm checking to make sure he's not going to pop out at me or whatever. The police, like I said, were downstreet. The they got there immediately. They showed up real quick, you know, like in two seconds or whatever. And they came in and was like, what? I'm like, I am positive it was him. And I was like, this is the picture. I've been looking at this picture for months. I told him what he had on, gave him a full description, told him everything. He came in or whatever, and they were like, okay. You you know, And I told them how I played it off or whatever. They were like, oh, that was real good, you know, whatever. I was like, but I'm going to need a day off, and I'm about to go home because I'm going to have to change my underwear and all of that because this was, like, too close for comfort for me. I was like, I can't believe, you know, me and my boss was like, we can't believe he showed up. And they were like, sometimes they do those, you know, just, you know, we just don't know the pattern. So the police like, oh, now we know that he's out. Then they had to send some special detectives down there to talk. to. It turned into a whole production. I was like, girl, I'm quitting. <laughs> I'm just like, I, this is just too much. I just sign up for all of this. So the receptionist comes back because she's like, what is the police doing here? Whatever. I'm like, you let the serial killer in. She's like, what? I said, yeah, you took the sign, took his little picture down. You forgot that was him. She said, I thought he looked familiar. (laughs) And that's all I got for you today because, child, that was enough. I am MJ, your favorite girl and your favorite podcast. You can reach me on Instagram on put a pin in that 72, and I'm out.